A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. John Burkle is one of those turkey producers that's uh, already looking ahead to the holidays, as are many of you cooks that are trying to put together a meal. But the catch is, what's that meal really going to look like, and how many people are you going to be working with as far as entertainment? Big influence on the industry. John, tell me a little bit about how big an influence that uh, change of size as far as entertainment has influenced the turkey business. I had never thought about putting two and two together here, but that's really quite an element that the turkey industry's got to talk about. It really is. And it, and the problem is, that, you know, a lot of our year is scheduled out. Uh, you know, the, the birds you're going to eat this year Thanksgiving were probably, you know, the, the thought, the conception, <laughs> the gleam in the eye was, was a year ago. And so what ends up happening is you know, we're putting in schedules for our poults, which are the small chicks, turkeys, turkey, small turkeys are poults, right? And so those poult orders are in at least a year in advance. And, you know, a lot of the breeder hen situations are even, far, you know, two, three years out. So everything's in motion. And, of course, um, feed rations and turkey genetics being what they are, you know, a lot of the sales occur well before Thanksgiving. In fact, in our situation, our, our plant, our processing plant is Northern Pride in the northwestern quarter of Minnesota here, and we, uh, you know, we've got these sales made well in advance, uh, as early as uh, some, some in December, the year prior. Most of them, probably seventy plus percent of our sales are done by March. So, yeah, the size of the bird by then is already, you know, a lot of the, the, the this it's really in motion by then, and yeah, you can scale back rations and slow down, you know, slow down the the bird at some level, but really the sizes are going to be what they're going to be when, once you get to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Unless you process a few birds early and whatnot. There's ways around it, and, and we can be real creative there, but, but you know, given what's gone, I will say this, though. You know, despite COVID, that's kind of been the trend the last few years anyway with smaller families in general. Um, smaller birds have kind of been the trend, so I think we can somehow work our way through this, but it's, it is it, it's something that's going to change. You know, COVID did change what's going on now because a lot of this was in motion. Hmm. Now, what is the average bird that you are are normally targeting? What's the size? Oh, you know, I, I would guess the majority of ours in, are in the, you know, 12 to 14, 14 to 16 pound range this time of year. Fresh, maybe even a little bit heavier. A lot of people want a fresh bird that's heavier. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll have as low as eight, 8 to 10 pound birds, a lot of them, you know, too. Um, and we've seen more of those kinds of orders the last few years. Like I said, there's been a general tendency for people to want smaller birds anyway with smaller families. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what about the rest of this COVID situation? Markets, you know, you said you're about uh, 10 miles from the Canadian border. What about movement of birds or any of that kind of business, John? Say, say that again? So you're about 10 minutes from the Canadian border or so, and you, what about uh, the rest of the world situation? How has that impacted uh, the turkey business? Oh, yeah, yeah, it has. The, co- the COVID situation, you know, we, we are a seasonal plan. We really focus on Thanksgiving, so 90-plus percent of our birds are hens, and we're really a Thanksgiving Christmas plant. To, to, you know, we've, we've tried to expand our season some, but COVID really changed um, the way we run. Of course, and, and typically we don't start processing our birds till April, um, and then we'll work our way through December and then shut the plant down. So we're we're very seasonal, 
But of course, this year in April, we were in the midst of COVID, not you know the uncertainty of knowing how to handle it. Uh, and as we all know, the processing industry, the meat processing industry in particular, was really hit hard at the, in the at the outset of the COVID situation. So we um, were lucky enough, if you want to put it that way, to have um, a little bit of a template to work with from the other processors because we weren't running right at the outset. And by mid-April, we were getting things geared up, and we were able to bring in the local hospital. You know, Sanford Health was in town. They sent nurses out, and we set up a trailer in front of the plant and did you know, the precautions, you know, trying to screen people on the way into work, um, give them their PPE on the way in, and really tried to uh, be aware of the fact that we needed to keep our employees safe when they were working together at the plant every day, you know, in close proximity because line speeds being what they are and, you know, the way we run, you know, it's, it's just hard to social distance the processing plant. And we've been able to keep it out of the plant all year until, and interesting, we'd have this call now last week, we did have our first um, plant employee positive. Um, so, you know, we're, we're still struggling through to get through fresh season now and get things done. And as of, as of now, we've been able to contain it to that one employee. But, yeah, it's been a struggle because once the birds are on the ground and you're feeding them and, and the processing schedules are set in motion, you really can't stop things. It, it just it takes on a life of its own. Now, for some of us that normally end up in the frozen food section looking for our bird, most of those birds have already been processed already, uh, John, or going to be processed pretty quick, huh? Yeah, most of those have been processed. And right, we actually start our fresh season now. So, I mean, a lot of the fresh birds you buy Thanksgiving will be processed here in the next few weeks because we are that close. So um, fresh birds will start here pretty quick. And so, yeah, what you'd see in the frozen section, a lot of that's been processed throughout the summer here and uh, stored wherever we need to store it, you know, distribution centers closer to the geographical areas that we sell most of our birds in. But, yeah, it's um, you, you, we're going to be switching. In most plants now in the country will be f- switching to fresh birds mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Let's talk about how the birds have been performing. Weather been decent? I know you guys control so many elements of that bird's life from their... Uh, you know, basically the environment that they're in, the food that they're taking in. So everything go pretty good? You didn't have anything uh, as far as uh, the weather or other elements influencing that bird? Not really. It's been a really good growing season this year. Um, last fall we were really wet. Um, this year we've been fairly dry, to be honest. And, you know, dry and cool weather is not a bad thing for growth rates on birds. Um, so we've, we've had a really nice fall, actually, and uh, it's it's kind of been <laughs> compared to last year. It was awful. It was one of the wettest falls we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been a good growing season, and and health wise, we've had just you know a good run here. There hasn't been you know back five five years ago we had uh, the avian influenza outbreak in the Midwest that really struck hard and and was uh, really catastrophic for our industry. It took took a couple years to come out of really, but none of that this year. We've been we've been fortunate. So let's talk a little bit about your bottom line then, John. You mentioned, and I've forgotten how close avian influenza has been as far as the calendar. So after that, the rebuild, uh, getting everybody back online, rebuilding populations and that. Now we've got uh, the issue of COVID and questionable demand, perhaps. How's the bottom line looking for turkey growers? It's looking reasonable, but there's kind of two markets there. I mean, for, for the whole bird producer... Things look fairly fairly good this year. Um, on the on the other side of it, you know, so typically the birds you see at Thanksgiving are going to be hens that are bagged. 
the tom is growing heavier, and those are the birds that are boned out, and you're seeing your, you know, your deli breast meats and your, your cuts of turkey, stuff like that. Um, the tom side of the market was hit harder by the COVID situation because a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of export that, that's tied to that. There was just issues revolving around the tom market. That's, you know, it's kind of a bifurcated market. It's a lot different than the hen market. Um, so um, on the whole bird side, as far as our group goes and our co-op of, of 25-odd growers here that uh, that are invested in our plant, we're, we're going to have a reasonably good year, I think, because um, the whole bird market has held up well. I do think that people in the end are looking for something normal this year. I think they they're, they're, they they want to return to, you know, the, the traditional Thanksgiving, I think, is going to be there. And despite all the talk about smaller birds and the struggle to find them, and I think, you know, people want normal and they want leftovers after Thanksgiving and they want to watch their football game stuffed. And I think in the end, we're going to have a good year. I think we will. You know, one of the other holiday traditions that uh, you have been involved in yourself is delivering the turkeys out to the White House. What's the game plan for this year, as you understand it, John, and what's that experience like? Oh, the experience is, is great. It, you know, we, we were 2013, my family, and, and we brought, actually brought our senior class from uh, Badger High School out with us. My daughter was a senior that year. So we uh, fundraised and brought the senior class out with us. And, yeah, experience of a lifetime. We were the uh, first year of Obama's second term in 2013. And, uh, yeah, opened up the White House. The only thing that could have been better that day was the weather, and of course. But in the end, we had the event. And, and yeah, you're talking this year. Um, I think the grower this year is a friend of mine from Iowa um, who uh, I'm sure is wondering how things are going to progress here. I, to be honest with you, I haven't talked to anyone out at the National Turkey Federation as to how they're handling it or what, what the, what the uh, game plan is. For this year's event, I sure hope they can have it. I still think, in the end, like I said earlier, um, the more normal we can have, the better. And I think just people are craving, you know, they, they, they're craving normal. And I, and I hope they have the event at the White House at some capacity. I, I think they might. John Burkle, a Minnesota turkey producer way up in northern Minnesota, Badger, Minnesota, right on the Canadian border. And as if being a turkey producer wasn't enough, John Burkle also won the election to the Minnesota House of Representatives. He will now be serving the citizens from District 1A at the State House in St. Paul. Congratulations, John.